Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Today's topic is cat grooming. Better yet, the question to do or not to do cat grooming. Uh, We're going to be answering questions like, what experience do you need and what tools are necessary and what can you determine if this is even really the type of service you want to provide? Uh, This is a podcast where you get to listen in on real coaching calls between myself and an expert in the industry. Most of the time we're answering questions that we get all of the time, usually starting with, hey, Joe. My guest today is Danelle German. Danelle has got to be one of the most bravest people I think I've ever met. Um, I, uh, and you're going to find out why, listeners, just because she's not only is she just a really cool super person in general, um, but she is the founder of the National Cat Groomers Institute of America. So that should give you kind of an idea of why I consider her to be very brave. Um, this uh, institute is one of the, the world's uh, first uh, feline exclusive grooming schools. Uh, which is exciting. She's an author of of several different uh, publications, and uh, she's a speaker at uh, many, many industry trade shows and highly regarded, really, as the cat uh, cat guru, if you would, or the cat queen. I don't know how they reference you. Uh, uh, Danelle, right. maybe you have your own self-proclaimed title. Uh, why don't you tell the uh, Hey Joe listeners a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am really honored to be on here. And, um, you know, you mentioned National Cat Groomers Institute of America. I started this organization back in 2007 after several years of feline-exclusive grooming myself and building a business that was doing really, really well. And people were asking me questions about cat grooming and how could they do this and how could they do that. And it ran the gamut from... Uh, you know, how do you handle these aggressive cats by yourself and do this whole groom to how are you getting clients on a regular schedule, how are you pricing your services, and all of the things in between. And, you know, it was within um, months that I realized the Of America part was a really big mistake because we were already international within the first couple of months of um, incorporating that business. And we really just dropped that all together because so much of our work is done globally now, and it's very exciting to me um, to see how this has really taken shape over, um, you know, the past decade plus since since starting this particular business. And, uh, you know, if people aren't familiar with my backstory, I really simply started out with wanting a Persian uh, cat as a pet, and it was a show cat that I got. Lady invited me, the, the breeder invited me to a cat show, which led to how do you groom the cat for show, which led to an epic fail the first time I did that. <laughs> and 
because I'm very competitive, I wanted to win, and so I set out to learn how to do that. And then that resulted in, along the way, running a cap for national win very quickly. And in the process of that, my feline exclusive vet here, where I live in South Carolina, is saying, hey, do you mind if I give out your phone number to some of my clients? Because, man, they sure could use some of your grooming uh, help. And I said, sure. Next thing you know, I had 80 accidental clients. I mean, that's really how it all started. Accidental clients. I love that term, accidental clients. It's, you know, we fight so hard to get clients sometimes. It, 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 that's a real blessing sometimes to just have clients almost fall from the sky into our lap, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I tell people all the time, I never said I wanted to be a cat groomer when I grew up, and I was not in the grooming industry at all. And, you know, so this was really unexpected. I, but because these 80 accidental clients were literally dropping in my lap and telling me things like, wow, I've never seen my cat look this amazing, or they would tell me always after the groom, never before, they would say, I can't believe you were able to handle or manage or groom my cat because she's been turned away from every place in town. And I thought, you know, if me the untrained, uneducated, non-grooming professional is getting this type of response and this type of client growth without even trying, no website or anything. I had a home phone number they were calling. This was back in the day when we hmm. you know, didn't really use cell phones. So like, they were calling my home phone number. And if that was happening, what were the potential opportunities if I actually tried to do it that's okay. really was the question <laughs> yeah so so that's that is uh, that what you know I always love hearing the stories of how people get started sometimes we we, we, we have a hard time I think especially in this industry and, and a lot of industries really where we where we we, we don't take a moment to look back on the path we had tread and just to think about all of the little uh, 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 turns and pivots that had to happen to, to land you here. So, okay, so you are uh, uh, obviously the, the renowned expert as far as cat grooming, and you started not as an expert of cat grooming. So how intriguing is that for the Hey Joe listener audience to know that they, even if they don't offer cat grooming right now, but might have a little bit of interest in it, could possibly become uh, cat groomers uh, themselves and probably even really good cat groomers if they follow, follow your tutelage. Before we get too deep in our conversation, because I can just tell this thing's going to really take off and our listeners are going to be so intrigued, um, I just want to let our Hey Joe listener audience know that uh, uh, Danelle has, not only has she just graced us with her presence on this podcast, she has also agreed to do multiple podcasts with us, but she's even went one step much further in that she's got such an awesome offer for all of the Hey Joe listener audience members uh, at the end of the podcast. So you're going to want to stick around because uh, at the very end, Danelle's going to be able to tell you what this really great offer is that her and her institute are offering to all of you. So again, circling back, our main topic. Our main topic today is to mm -hmm. groom or not groom cats. That is the question, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. as, I, as I look at this then, Danelle, it, it kind of begs the question, okay, obviously you've, you've worked with people that haven't done cat grooming or some people that have done cat grooming, to your point, epic fail in some cases like you did. What are some mm -hmm. of the ingredients that we have to consider uh, if we're going to even think about becoming a cat groomer? 
Yeah, that's such a great question and something I get asked quite often. So the key ingredients that I see are very necessary to success in this industry is number one, a willingness to learn. And that's whether you are completely new to grooming any animal or new to grooming cats or you have three plus decades worth of experience in that field of cat grooming. And I have trained people, you know, that run that gamut from zero to, you know, decades of experience. So a willingness to learn is absolutely at the top of my list for key ingredients. And then number two, a desire to do something niche. Um, there is a whole lot of coolness in that niche aspect. Um, I will talk a little bit more about that. I think when we get a couple episodes in and talk about building that cat grooming clientele and those opportunities. But, you know, I think that's neat to have a really niche um, conversation starter, you know, you do what kind of vocation. So <laughs> did, did I ask you, you to see how many fingers you have left? <laughs> yes, yes. They look at they immediately look at my forearms to see if like my flesh is you know scratched off. Um, and you know you should see the comments I get in the airports when they're asking why I'm traveling internationally for whatever. And they, I've I've actually been stopped by TSA in in or security in countries where they don't believe that's legit. So <laughs> like I've had to learn to just say I'm a teacher. It just makes things easier. But number three in the key ingredients would be a healthy fear or respect of felines. And what I mean by that is understanding that these creatures that average in weight from anywhere from about 7 to 15 pounds, they're extremely agile and quick, they have 18 shark claws, and they have a mouthful of teeth that they know how to use and will not hesitate to do so if they feel threatened or they just have, generally speaking, anger management issues. And there's a difference between the two. So having a healthy respect, a healthy bit of fear for that is a really good thing. That's smart. And I've had people ask me, what if I'm afraid? Can I do this? There's a difference between, like, terrified to open a crate once you know what you're doing versus having a healthy respect and fear. And again, I can talk later on in another episode about that a little bit more and delve into that deeper. And then number four in my key ingredients would be um, a space or time for this to be feline exclusive. And so, you know, people have a different um, setup for their business, different model for their business from one another. And so there's a different a whole variety of ways this could be done. And it doesn't necessarily need to really cost anything. It's just something that takes some strategic planning in advance to go, could I make a separate time or space a reality for um, creating the right environment for cats to be groomed in in a safe manner? So those are my key ingredients. So if we're looking at the key ingredients, and, and you mentioned something to me that really resonated, and we, we talked about this when we were doing show prep as well, which is the fear factor, right? So yeah. I, I like the way that you put it, that there's a difference between having a healthy respect for what that creature can do versus just being terrified. And uh, I'm sure along the way you've met both types of personalities, yes. right? It, can you, can you yes. overcome both of those, or does one kind of rule you out of, grooming altogether. I mean, some people just have to take a pass at this, right? Yeah, some people just have to take a pass at this. It's not for everyone. Uh, and I, you know, for six years, we ran a school program, a brick and mortar school program that was 
exclusively a feline grooming school. We ran a school program nearly every month out of the year. So there's a lot of classes of students coming in and, and going through that training. And along the way, I encountered a handful, just a handful, of students who despite the training, despite the knowledge base that we were giving them, were just genuinely terrified of what a cat might do, that it mm. was paralyzing to them. And so when, you know, obviously, you've got to think, is this a thing for me? You know, now right. on the other side, what I saw most often happen was that students were uneducated or inexperienced when about working with cats so they understood they could do some damage and they understood it could be done very quickly and they applied the training you know um, some of the temperament and handling stuff that we do is like fundamental um, and then the handling techniques that we teach making good decisions about the groom style that we're doing and, and so on and so forth then can they, with that healthy respect for these creatures, know how to work well with them in a way that is safe for, you know, cat and groomer? And yes, absolutely 100% that can be done, and I have seen this lived out literally thousands of times. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned a couple of the other ingredients that I think are worth mentioning. And just a real quick reminder to the Hey Joe listener audience, we're talking with Danelle German, who is the founder of the National Cat Groomers Institute of America. If you want to follow along with us, and maybe as you're listening, want to visit her website, you can see her website at nationalcatgroomers.com. Uh, again, it's nationalcatgroomers.com. And you can always go to paragonpetschool.com as well to find links back to uh, Danelle's uh, 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 website and, and some of the products and services and just her overall information and, of course, these podcasts. But, uh, Danelle, when we're talking about, we, we talked a little bit about the fear factor, but there are some things in this, you know, as we're talking in episode one, we're talking kind of the overview to do cat grooming or not mm -hmm. to do cat grooming. And when they move past that and they kind of check those boxes, our listeners might then, they're going to benefit from our upcoming episodes. One you're going to do with us on safety. Another one is on building clientele and pricing structure. And another on techniques and training. So you're going to take a much deeper dive even into that episode. So we're very excited about those. But, you know, you don't get yeah. To those right except for getting through an overview and kind of making a conscious decision whether or not this is even something to explore one of the things that you had mentioned was in the in, in just having this healthy respect for what these creatures can do uh, but also kind of having a, a healthy respect for what the person can do and if we don't equip ourselves with the right tools or we don't put ourselves in the right environment we're kind of cutting ourselves short, if you would, or, or not yeah. allowing that to, to even take, take form. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to guess that the majority of the listeners are already in the dog grooming industry. So if they think back to the first time they ever had a dog on the table, you know, that very first, like, I'm grooming by myself now, and whether that was after some training, like a, at a facility like Paragon or, or during a, a time of training at Paragon or something similar, or if they were just totally learning on their own, um, there was always that, you know, nervousness and and lack of confidence and fear 
that encompassed that. And especially if we say, let's make this very first dog we're grooming now aggressive, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like. You know, it's right. trying to bite. It's growling. It's, it's, you know, it's, and it's big. Let's say it's big. You know, it's a force to be reckoned with. And that's nerve-wracking. That mm-hmm. is difficult. But how many of the listeners have waded through that and pressed on through that, applying what they've learned, or whether it's been the School of Hard Knocks or educational training, and then built upon that, you know, that experienced teacher gained confidence on the other side of that. And right. so the same thing absolutely can be done with cats. As you started to understand dog behavior, um, dog reactions to certain types of handling that you might do, you would learn, oh, this is a good thing to do here, this is not appropriate to do here, and so on and so forth. The same thing holds true for cats. The problem is, is that most dog groomers attempt to treat a cat just like it is a dog, which it is not. It is completely different. And they try to handle it. They try to apply those same techniques to this cat. And it doesn't react well. They Mm. make the same grooming choices for the cat that they would make for a dog. And it doesn't respond well. And so then the conclusion is, you know, then this, this, we're already going into this with lacking confidence and we're a little fearful as we should be. And if the outcome is not a good one, then we deduce, well, (laughs) cat grooming is like, you know, forget it. Mm. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to do this. It's too dangerous. And yes, if we continue that way, it is dangerous. But what if we get some training, such as taught at Paragon for Dogs? We learn behavior. We learn handling. We learn how to make proper grooming choices. And then we're able to put those into practice, regardless of whatever cat we encounter in a crate at any given time. We are able to make good decisions that have a good outcome each and every time. So, you know, you know. really, yeah. When, when you described this to me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you there, but when you described it to me, you know, I kind of go back to like when you first learned to ride a bicycle. Well, you're riding sure. a bicycle. What keeps you balanced and upright on a bicycle? Well, it's the fear of falling. <laughs> um, yeah, and right. It, it, right. I mean, the, the best bike riders are not necessarily, you know, they do it because they don't want to fall. And, and, and yeah. you can master that craft. And I know that, you know, I know, I know uh, there, there are people that their whole profession is in stunt bicycle riding or, or whatever they choose to do. Yeah. But it all started with the fear of falling. It, it, that's sure. what kept them upright and balanced on the bike. And then I would say the same thing, and maybe we can't remember since we were kids, but I'd say the same thing for any adults out there that might have learned to swim as an adult or as a teenager, you might have been deathly yeah. afraid of the water, but it, you, you were because you didn't know how to overcome that. But taught properly and having a, a motivated sense about you to swim and overcome that, uh, uh, again, the same thing. There are swimmers. The reason why they swim so well is because the alternative is drowning. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I ride a motorcycle, and, and I will tell you that, that the worst thing, in motorcycling that you can become is complacent and too confident yes, because that's so when true. you in motorcycling we say it's it's called staying frosty and staying <laughs> on top of your game and staying edgy and and not fearful not not being uh going back to the beginning of this par, uh, uh podcast not being terrified 
So this right. over, you know, this overview, I think, is going to serve the Hey Joe listeners very, very well in determining. Okay, I had a notion to want to start cat grooming, and I needed to know whether or not it was right for me. So maybe this overview has has helped individuals uh, in, in that regard. And I will tell you too. Yeah, uh, uh, and as maybe one of the last things you can say during this particular episode that might help our listeners, the Hey Joe listener audience out there, to determine whether cat grooming is right for them, what about the financial rewards from cat grooming? You mind giving us a, a, a real quick, a real quick peek behind the curtain? Yes, and I'm so glad you asked about that. Um, <laughs> that's what I really saw when I had these 80 accidental clients. And so let's fast forward just a little bit into me opening my feline exclusive business called the Caddy Shack LTD in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Not an affluent area. Um, we used the, the actual yellow, like the, the phone book with yellow pages, like the, the book book, not, not online. <laughs> and so this was back in the You're dating days, yourself right? there. You're yes, dating yourself there, Danelle. <laughs> I am. Sad but true, right? These young people don't even know what I'm talking about. But anyway, it used to be like that. And during that time, I picked up that very first year that I opened the the brick and mortar storefront that was not in my home-based cattery. Uh, I went from 80 clients to 480 clients, all without benefit of social media and online stuff, okay? None of that. And the next year was another 350 clients. And this just grew and grew and grew. And so a couple years in, I was looking at relocation to another facility that was about four times the space. And I was adding in cat boarding, which was a, a wonderful thing to add in. And at that time, I had 1,869 clients. That was in my database. Um, I knew all of those cats had come into my salon at one time. And I thought to myself, at this point, I'm looking at my numbers and I'm thinking, how many new clients do I need to get into this business in order to cover the additional overhead costs that I'm going to incur with this new larger facility. And so I took that 1,869 clients and I thought to myself, you know, it doesn't seem like I have that many clients. And the reason it didn't seem like that is they were all, not, not all of them were on a regular, the, fa the vast majority of them were not on a regular schedule. And for me, regular at that time was a six-week schedule. So if I took the 1,869 clients and I multiply that out where they were coming in every six weeks over the course of a year, they would visit my salon eight and a half times in a year. So I multiplied that. And that comes out to 15,886 grooms a year if all my clients are on a six-week schedule. Now, I had a problem going into the new place because I didn't have enough space for the equipment to have enough staff or employees to handle that volume of cat grooms every week. That was over 300 cat grooms Wow, wow. That's, That's what I said. I went, wow, with my existing <laughs> clients. And so at that time, this was many years ago, I was averaging, I already knew that my average per cat room was 75 bucks. On a 10 cat day, it was $750. So it was 75, and some were cheaper and some were more expensive, but it averaged out to 75 bucks at the time. So I multiplied that 15,000. 886 grooms in a year times 75, and you know what it came out to? I just couldn't even believe this. It was $1,191,487. That's 1.2 million bucks. Grooming, grooming cats. cats. <laughs> grooming cats. Yes. Yay. I, I mean, I didn't even 
even believe that, right? I, I did the equation like six times. I'm like, this is this can't be right. I show it to my husband. I'm like, do you get this, honey? Like, I'm telling him, this is my client base. So my shift went from not needing new clients, but needing clients that were on a regular schedule. So now I ask all the listeners, if you have any number of cat clients, 10, 20, 100, whatever. You probably don't have 1,869 because I worked my butt off to make that happen. But whatever you have, you can do that number, that equation for yourself. You're just going to simply multiply your your client base uh, number by that 8.5, that's the visits in a year, times whatever your average per groom is. And you're going to need to figure that number out. And for most people now, we're looking at that being $95 and up. You know, in my later years of having my salon, that was well over $100 per groom. If someone's mobile, that's definitely going to be higher. So, you know, the potential, run your numbers, you know. And, and even if you had zero clients, what would it look like if you worked on getting one client a year for or I'm sorry, one client a week for the next year, you'd end up with 50 clients. Run the numbers. It's super easy. I mean, math doesn't lie. And I love that because it's, a, it's just such an accurate gauge of what that potential is. Well, and what I might recommend then too, since you pointed out earlier, a lot of the Hey Joe listeners are already dog groomers, and maybe they're looking at yeah. adding cat grooming or just getting better at doing cat grooming. Um, I would probably, would you agree that maybe they should be looking at the two different types of grooming uh, tickets, if you would, so or grooming appointments. So you've got dog grooming, which that same that same equation works. Obviously, yes. the dollar amount is probably less of a premium for dogs than it is for cats, I would imagine. Yep. Um, and that's okay because with cats, even the pet parent, to some degree, understands uh, uh, how much more specialized cat grooming is than dog grooming. Yes. I think cat pet parents kind of get that. Dog, I don't know that yeah. all dog pet parents understand how complicated or how, how uh, laborious uh, uh, dog grooming is, but I would bet cat pet parents get it. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, and this is something I really want to cover in a later episode when we talk about building that cat grooming clientele because there, is, there are some hurdles that we, ha we as cat groomers have to overcome in order to get those initial clients, get them on a regular schedule that dog groomers don't have. And I'll talk about that later. But then there are also some real advantages that we have, and are we using those advantages? That's the question. And so oh, that's going to be a juicy episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a real so, juicy yeah. episode, I'm sure. Okay. Well, yeah. Danelle, I, I, you know what? I bet our Hey Joe listener audience out there is just chomping at the bit. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have used that term. But maybe, <laughs> see, it just happens. But I, I bet they are yeah. anxiously awaiting uh, our future episodes as well. So uh, if, uh, Hey Joe listener audience out there, again, this is Danelle German, who is the founder of National Cat Groomers Institute of America. You can visit her website at nationalcatgroomers.com. Um, and uh, again, Danelle, she is uh, she is so graciously agreed to uh, participate and uh, stick around for some uh, more podcast interviews and episodes. So we're going to uh, be doing that. So look for those released very soon. Uh, but in the meantime, Danelle, if you have convinced somebody out there in the Hey Joe listener audience, or hopefully very hopefully many, 
to start pursuing the education necessary to perform cat grooming in a, in a manner that treats both the practice, the person, and the pet uh, in, in the best potential or in the best possibility. Um, what what have you brought? I, we kind of teased it earlier, but what have you brought to the Hey Joe listener audience uh, as far as a uh, a gift or an offer uh, for them to take advantage of? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share this with people. We have a program that is a distance learning or um, online course program that we call the Complete Cat Groomer Training Syllabus, and what that consists of are two books, five DVDs and 13 online courses that they can go through at their own pace. We have assignments laid out um, on a weekly basis for them to be able to follow along and do that um, in the proper order. And that training syllabus normally retails at $1,197 for all of that. And we are offering $200 off of that to make it $997 by using the coupon code HEYJOE, all capital letters, um, and they can go to nationalcatgroomers.com forward slash syllabus, and they'll find that product there for information about that, a description, some reviews, things like that. And then they can put that in their shopping cart, use the coupon code HEYJOE at the checkout. That will automatically knock off the $200 and then complete that process. And when they check out, they get the links to those online courses, and then we ship those books and DVDs, and we do free shipping um, regardless of wherever they are in the world. So we want to get that to them. And then we walk them through that um, syllabus and, you know, in the order that it needs to be done so that when they come out on the other side of that, they're ready to jump in and grab um, a couple of days of hands-on tra- uh, training with one of our remote uh, trainers or certifiers, and then if they want to pursue their certified feline master groomer certification, which I highly recommend, then they are set to do that. Danelle, that is outstanding. What a great offer and an exclusive, again, to the Hey Joe listener audience. Again, go to nationalcatgroomers.com, enter in the promo code Hey Joe to save $200 on the syllabus program offered by uh, by by Danelle, I just I'm I'm kind of speechless. What a great great offer! And uh, listeners, if you have ever contemplated starting grooming cats, um, I think Danelle's just made it a whole lot easier for you to get the tools and training uh, that you need to get going. Again, you can find that information on her website. You can also find it at ParagonPetSchool.com under the under the uh, podcast pages and just follow the prompts. Um, you know, Danelle, thank you so much. I am so geeked and so amped up to to talk to you on future episodes and i know our audience is just is just anxiously awaiting for that awaiting that thanks for helping us today helping our audience i know the information that you've provided will be very valuable Um, to the hey joe listener audience out there thanks again to all of you for your great questions remember send your questions into us at the email address Hey Joe Questions at ParagonPetSchool.com. Again, the email address is Hey Joe Questions at ParagonPetSchool.com, and you might just hear your topic discussed with an industry expert in the near future. Janelle, thank you so much again, and I look forward to our next episode together. <music>